the Morning Moxie Show. This is Alicia Sharp, your host, and I want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. I am so excited about what God is doing in our lives and who he is to us and the fact that he sent Jesus, his son, as a special gift for all of us so that we can have a relationship with him. What an awesome gift God has given us through his son. And today we have part two of Tony Evans' message about Emmanuel, God with us. Here's Tony. So all that made God God was poured into human flesh so that apart from sin, God became a man in the person of Jesus Christ. He emptied himself into humanity. And why did he do that? So he could be with us. So that he could be human in every aspect of the word apart from sin while at the very same time being God and go through the growth and development process that every human being goes through without losing his deity. I love when the book of Hebrews explains the fact that when Jesus and God got together, they had a conversation. And in the conversation, according to Hebrews chapter 10, verses 5 through 7, the father and son decided that they would give the son a body So he could come down and live among men. So the important point you want to know this holiday season is that the way you get closer to God is to get closer to Jesus. Because Jesus is God with us. He is Emmanuel. He is the very presence of God in the midst. That is the nature of the incarnation. The incarnation, the becoming flesh of God in man. The whole Old Testament said there will come a king and this king will be God in the flesh and he has to come through the line of Judah via the lineage of David because there were a lot of lineages in the line of Judah but it had to come through this one line that would be through the lineage of David. Now in 70 AD, in 70 AD, The Roman soldiers sent in Titus and the army to destroy the Jewish nation and they destroyed the city of Jerusalem and they destroyed the temple. That's what Jesus meant when he said not one stone would be left among another because the city would be totally wiped out and the temple would be totally destroyed. Now why am I telling you that? I'm telling you that because in the temple were where the genealogical records of the Jews were stored. So when the Romans destroyed the genealogical records of the temple, they destroyed a Jew being able to trace back their lineage to their particular tribe. That is all except one record. There is one record that was remained and protected through all that would take place because God said that the Messiah had to come through the line of Judah. Now, there are two genealogical records in the scripture. One is the record of Joseph and the other is the record of Mary. So when you read the genealogical record, it designates that Jesus Christ is from the line of David both biologically 
and legally. In Matthew chapter 1, he makes it clear that it is the line of David. For example, in verse 6, Jesse, the father of David, the king. David, the father of Solomon. So he's tracing this line all the way down. There are so many stories and how God had to make this line work. I'll just give you one story. One story is in a whole book of the Bible called the book of Ruth. Ruth wasn't even a Jew. She was a Moabitess. But because she followed Naomi, her mother-in-law, back to Israel and met Boaz, got married to Boaz. Boaz was a Jewish man. She had a baby named Obed. Obed had a baby named Jesse, and Jesse became the father of David. So God even reached to a foreign country to get her to the right country to meet the right man so that they could be in the right lineage to fulfill the list in Matthew chapter 1. He goes even further and he traces this line and then it comes to verse 16. Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, by whom Jesus was born, who is called the Messiah. So we get to Joseph, but if you look carefully, you'll see a switch. It doesn't say Joseph was the father of Jesus. It only says Mary was the mother of Jesus. You need to know that by whom is a relative feminine pronoun. Why? Because Joseph ain't had nothing to do with this. This was totally outside of Joseph. But Jesus had to come from the legal line. So since Joseph became Jesus' stepfather, because he was not his biological father, and Joseph is from the legal line of David. Jesus qualifies to be Messiah because Joseph is his legal father, even though he is not his biological dad. But according to the Jewish line, the Messiah also had to have the biology of David. That's why when you look in Luke chapter 3, there's a whole nother genealogy. But that's not the genealogy of Joseph. That's the genealogy of Mary. And he traces the genealogy through David biologically and comes all the way down to Mary, who is the physical mother of Jesus. So now God's got to do something else. He got to get two people to fall in love who are both from the same line. One from the legal and one from the biological. So he gets a, a cupid to shoot some arrows and Joseph sees Mary and the two fall in love and they get engaged. But we still got a problem because the Old Testament prophecy said that Messiah, Micah 5, 2, had to be born in Bethlehem. It's like a little country town. So enter the Roman IRS because a census was taken and people were being taxed and had to go back to their place of birth. Joseph then had to go back to Bethlehem, which was his place of origin, in order to fulfill the Roman IRS census. And wouldn't luck have it that he wind up going back at the exact time that it was time for Mary to give birth to her baby boy so that the prophecy would be fulfilled that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. And remember, God did a lot to hook up this holiday because Christmas means God is with us. And the God of heaven has entered into human history. And why? 
because he wanted to let you feel like you experience what it's like when God is sitting right next to you. And guess what else he wanted? He wanted to know what it feels like for man to sit next to him. That's why when Abraham was being sacrificed, was sacrificing Isaac, and he says, now I know that you fear me. He says, because now I know what it feels like to be chosen above your own son. And I like how that feels. God wants to feel you. So God became a man according to Hebrews chapter 4 verses 14 to 16 so that he could sympathize with our weakness. That we have a high priest who feels it. Why? Because during his 33 years on earth, he went through every category of situation you now face. He went through loneliness. He went through being forsaken. He went through being rejected. He went through being crucified. He even went through death. He went through everything you're going through. So you ain't saying nothing to him that he doesn't know what you're talking about. But I hope you understand that in the name Emmanuel, you and I have been given a Christmas gift where God wants to hook up with you, hang out with you, wants to connect with you and be to you God right next to you because he understands completely what it means to be human while at the same time being God. So let's give him what he deserves. Let's give him the adoration. What should be the response? Well, let me close with Philippians chapter 2. Here's what it says, beginning in verse 9. For this reason, God has highly exalted Jesus. He's highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name, which is above every name. So that in, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow of those who are in heaven, and on earth and under the earth and that every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. You say, I wish I could feel Jesus. I wish I could feel the closeness that God with us was meant to say. Well, he gives you the secret, if, you, if I can call it that, of not only knowing him but feeling him. He says, at the name of Jesus, God has proclaimed that every knee should bow. Every knee up in heaven. So let me tell you what's in heaven right now. Everybody who's in heaven is paying homage to Jesus Christ because God has declared that everybody is to get recognition to Jesus Christ. Then he says, everybody on earth is to pay homage to Jesus Christ. Then he says, everybody, folk who have died, God is calling to pay homage to Jesus Christ. So here is the option. You can pay homage to him now voluntarily or you will pay homage to him later mandatorily. But everybody is going to have to pay homage to the Christmas miracle of Jesus Christ. So why don't we give him some real praise during the holiday season? Why don't we give him some real glory? Because this is not another man. This is Emmanuel. This is God become a man who wants to dwell among us. And all you got to do is bow and give him the glory to his name. Give him the recognition that he deserves. Because he is Lord of life and he is Lord of Christmas. That was Tony Evans. And you can find that clip on YouTube if you look under Tony Evans, Emmanuel. 
You can also find out information about Tony at his website, which is TonyEvans.org. I hope that today is an amazing Christmas day for you. No matter what's going on, I pray that you can sense and that you feel God with you today. Even even if you're going through a hard time, that you'll know that Jesus is with you, that he lives inside of you, that he fulfills your heart, and that he is the greatest comforter of all. And I pray that you're having a great time with your family or friends or whoever God has in your life but mainly that you will recognize that he is with you and he loves you so, so much. So have a wonderful, wonderful day. Merry Christmas again, and I will see you again on Monday. God bless.